Hey, this is Emlyn from Emlyn in the Mix. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Emlyn in the Mix, today for more audio, mixing, unboxings, reveals, awesome equipment, audio technology. What more could you want? Emlyn in the Mix on YouTube. Subscribe today. Hey, and welcome back to another Emlyn in the Mix podcast. Season 2, episode 28. It is July the 24th today. I believe that's right. Yes, it is. Wow, 2021, guys. Amazing to have you guys back here on the podcast with me. We've got a really awesome show for you guys today. If you've ever thought about getting the Korg Micro Korg you're going to love today's episode. It's a bit of an evergreen episode, although we are going to talk about some new products in our news roundup at the start of this podcast, but don't just skip to the end to hear the Korg Micro Korg S because there's some really exciting stuff that happened in the last week. And as I say this every week, there just seems to be something awesome happening every week in the world of music. Welcome, guys. My name is Emlyn, of course, and this is the Emlyn in the Mix podcast. I know I just said that earlier, but... Just for those of you who might be new to the podcast, welcome, come on in here, let's talk about music technology, let's talk about audio technology, that's what we do on the podcast and we have heaps of fun together. Now for those of you who are here every week after week, I really appreciate the support, love having you here. I'm just going to say this at the start of the podcast because I usually say it at the end, but if you can leave me a review on the podcast now, I mean, we are up to, this is the 78th podcast in total that we've done for the Emlyn in the Mix podcast. And I'd really appreciate, you know, whatever you feel, I think it goes up to five stars. So whatever you want to put there, leave a review, any feedback is welcome. Also, you can contact the podcast. We set up an email specifically for this podcast and I've had quite a few people reaching out, want to have their products featured. But if you want me to check something or review something, then definitely hit us up. It is emlyninthemix at gmail.com. Quite simple indeed. And it's spelled exactly the same as the podcast. Now, this podcast is, of course, sponsored by the Emlyn in the Mix YouTube channel. That's where it all began. That's where it all started. Reviewing software, audio, music software, music audio technology, hardware, reviews, overviews, and just mere peaks. I can't believe I said mere. I somehow managed to get that in there. Mere peaks of awesome music technology over on the YouTube channel. Check that out. Hashtag subscribe if you haven't done that already. And let's just get stuck into today's show. With those formalities out of the way, let's have a look at some of the exciting news for this week. And the first one here comes to us from Cherry Audio. So Cherry Audio, a bit of a smaller, lesser-known boutique audio company, software company, I've just released the Memory Mode Synthesizer. Now, Cherry Audio, they just announced the Memory Mode. It is a new flagship virtual instrument. Memory Mode is based upon one of the very best-sounding polyphonic programmable analog synthesizers of the 80s, the famous Memory Moog Synthesizer. Now, this was released in 1982. The Memory Moog raised the sonic bar with its lush, powerful analog sound, and the Memory Mode 
was expertly modeled upon a vintage memory Moog, which they got. So memory mode is the software. Memory Moog is the 80s, actual 80s synthesizer, originally owned by jazz legend Chick Corea. Wow, they managed to get their hands on that. That's pretty cool. So this expands upon the original without compromising any of the sound or functionality that made it great and does away with the reliability, maintenance, and tuning issues of the original. And the user interface has been streamlined and made much more simple for your little fingers there, dialing in on the mouse, updating the original instrument's numeric keypad and command numbers with fast, simple-to-use pop-up menus and an improved value display window. Let's just have a quick squiz. When I say squiz, let's have a listen here. If you'd like, I'm just going to turn that down there a bit. If you like that real 80s vintage synthesizer sound, you're going to absolutely love the memory mode, which is based on the memory Moog from the 80s. Some of its features here are precisely recreated ladder filter with selectable 12 and 24 decibel octave slopes and authentically modeled three oscillator voice architecture up to 16 voice polyphony. Over 600 presets which is pretty good, and it's been programmed by industry veterans. That is a great amount of presets right there. Expanded voice modulation section with up to six simultaneous destinations, improved arpeggio section with tempo sync, drift control, and so much more. It's got tempo syncable LFO too, so you can sync it up to your door and have it slave away there, pumping out some retro vaporwave excellent synthesizer noise so if you love that sound memory mode might be worth checking out cherry audio as i said at the start of this little piece of news here is more of a boutique lesser known company although it has been hitting my radar of late now this is available on windows and mac and i think it's definitely worth checking out it is very uh affordable 39 usd for the full version of memory mode and again if you want to make that style or not even if you want to make that style, I think you can incorporate synthesizer into almost any style of music. Check out Memory Mode, guys. Cherry Audio there. Love it. Now, I just want to quickly say no kickback from any of these companies today. Just want you to know that I'm just showing you stuff that I love and that I would use in the studio and that I would use to make music. And that's what we show here on the podcast. If we do, if we do have a sponsor on the podcast, I'll let you guys know and I will always give you my honest feedback on what I feel. So I'm not here to try and sell you products at all with uh, some incentive in the background. Just want you guys to know that. Again, if I haven't said this at the start of the podcast, I don't know why I'm saying it again, but you got to stick around because what I wanted to talk about today 
is why is the microcog, which was released in 2002, which we're going to have a little play with. I've got one here right in front of me. Very exciting indeed. Why is it still popular in 2021? Like this thing was released, what is it, nearly 20 years ago, and it's still one of the top 10 synthesizers in the world. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that at the end of this podcast. Let's keep going through here though, because there is some more exciting stuff. So this next piece of news here is for, I guess this could be for anyone, but if you are, if you're a sound designer or you making ambience for film, you're making, or you're making soundtracks for film, TV shows, you're going to love this next piece of software here, music piece of software, of course. It is from, of course, our friends. And I say, of course, because these guys literally every week make the podcast. It is, of course, from UVI. And they have, oh, surprise, surprise, they've released another product. Um, might just, maybe, do I just give up on UVI? Do I just say, hey, we're not, we're not going to talk about UVI anymore? No, 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 I'm just kidding. UVI are awesome. And they have, they have given me software in the past to review. They haven't given us this one this time, but this one is called Subculture. Now, if you like to make creepy sounds or you want to make ambience for film and television, you're going to love this. I'm just going to shut up. I'll talk about it in a second. Have a listen to some of these sounds. Some of it might be a bit horror, thriller. Here we go. So, subculture, orchestral. Here we go. Damn. Bit of LFO action. Okay, some horror-ish style preset. Tremello wheel. Ooh. That's a good little stab for like Godzilla or something. Maybe you're making like a mystery murder type song. have a listen to another one here two-handed all right absolutely cool indeed i'm going to stop the presets there but i think you get the idea of the sound of this instrument by now so basically it is as an experiment uh, UVI organized a number of specialized ensembles to capture a range of articulations and effects at the lowest octave possible. The recordings that resulted from these sessions express some of the most powerful and emotive sounds they've ever heard in an orchestral setting. And this sonic foundation of subculture orchestra was born. So fusing the concept and aesthetic of subculture with the lowest register of the orchestra, these incredible recordings were taken to the next level by their sound designers. Subculture Orchestral delivers 120 unique and inspiring creations. Delve into dark cinematic worlds while weaving shadowy stringscape haunting brass sweeps, roaring taiko rhythms, gritty hits, and more. Perfect companion for anyone looking to add dark and unconventional orchestral sound to their music, film, or game scores. So, yeah, there you go. That's the type of people this would be for. But again, look, you might be wanting to make some sort of like thriller-ish, horror-ish, if there are even words, music, and this is going to fit the bill. 
So each of the instruments in subculture orchestral is designed to express it to be expressive and playable, providing helpful controls and macros, allowing you to sculpt your sound and create dynamic expressive performances. And as with all Falcon expansions, again, I didn't mention this at the start, but uh, this will only work inside the Falcon player, I believe, which you need to have from UVI, which is kind of like if you know, you might know Native Instruments Contact Player, which is a bit more popular. Falcon is kind of like that, but I like actually like Falcon Player a bit better. It's a bit more intuitive, uh, has you know access to effects and just the user interface experience much better anyway so as with all falcon expansions you have the ability to dig beneath the surface into each sound patch structure to manipulate and reshape the sound in any way you see fit all right so that is subculture orchestral by uvi brand new product and it does have an intro price wow super cheap again very affordable plugins we're looking at today this is only 39 usd and is worth checking out if you have been listening to my podcasts in the past you'll know we've looked at quite a lot of gear from uvi and wow they've just they've been killing it their sounds are on par with some of the greatest software companies out there you know archeria native instruments to name a few uvi is uh no exception and definitely worth checking out they have a array of fantastic products and i I feel like this could be really useful for those who want to delve into, you know, maybe film scoring, game scoring, or even just making crazy dubstep. All right, let's move on to our next one. So uh, this is for my Serato peeps. Uh, Serato Studios just released or announced an update. And the reason why I want to talk about this update, I don't really talk about updates much, but unless they're really major or they have some kind of cool new feature, this particular update which is Serato Studio 1.6, now allows, and this is a massive update, delivers highly, it's a highly requested update. It now has the ability to record from any source, including microphones, instruments, and even samples from vinyl. So this wasn't, uh, you weren't able to do this before in Serato Studio. You had to literally either drag and drop or cut your samples or record them into a different piece of audio software and then drag them across, but now you can do it directly inside Serato Studio. So this is a nice little update, or massive update, see how you feel. But basically some of the um, some of the new functionalities here, so we've got that recording and editing functionality, which you couldn't do before. You got audio track improvements, uh, capabilities have been expanded in Studio 1.6, bringing more power and functionality to song view. And new Serato Virtual Audio Driver. Serato has created an easy-to-install virtual audio driver for Mac to replace the third-party solutions in previous versions. Worth a checkout. I mean, if you haven't already checked out Serato Studio, very interesting, different sort of door, different way of uh, sort of creating your music. And I really enjoy it. It was, you know, it felt to me when I played with Serato Studio, it felt the same as when the first time I played Ableton Live because Ableton Live is so unique and different, you know, especially with that, the uh, arrangement mode. Is it arrangement mode or session mode or whatever it's called, session view, where you have the little clips and you, you know, play them off. That When I first played and made music that way, that was so interesting and different. And Serato Studio has that feel about it. It is a relatively new piece of software. I believe it was released 
It was last year now, so it's probably about a year old. But uh, I did do a video of it on the YouTube channel if you want to check that out. And there's probably plenty of other videos about Serato Studio on YouTube that if you wanted to check it out. There is a free version that you can have a little play with. So why don't you just go and check it out? It's a very different way to make music. But if you wanted to have a play, uh, it's good. You can get some pretty quick ideas down. And I like that about Serato Studio. I've been using it uh, from time to time. Check out the update though if you are a Serato user, you will definitely enjoy that. All right, next piece of news here actually is from IK Multimedia. Now, IK Multimedia were meant to get a... I was waiting for an Uno Synth Pro around the start of this year, end of last year, actually, and it just never came to fruition. Got stuck in the Suez Canal and... <laughs> no, I don't know. The Suez Canal joke is probably going to keep going on week to week. I have no idea if it actually got stuck in the Suez Canal. It's possible... And for those of you who don't know what happened or what is the Suez Canal, it's this tiny little channel of water. It's sort of in the middle of, I believe, Europe and Africa and the Middle East. But basically, most of the world's ship trading goes through there to deliver goods from Asia, Europe and America and all over the world. This little channel is used to get lots of goods around the world basically and it got blocked at the start of this year and it's possible that my Unisynth is on one of those ships and that's why it never arrived. But anyway, we're going to talk about the Unisynth Pro because just recently Matt Johnson... He is the keyboardist from Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai, a very big UK band and a very amazing keyboardist, actually. That's why I'm showing you this because I want you to just hear how awesome the Unisynth Pro is. It's getting some really good reviews. Let's just have a quick listen to the Unisynth Pro here, played by Matt Johnson from Jamiroquai. Just check this out. Now, it does have drums. You can program little beats on it as well. some playing from Matt Johnson there. He is world, absolutely world class. I I normally talk over some of these preset demos, but I was just sort of like, whoa, this is freaking cool. Now, you did hear two different keyboard sounds there. I believe he's got a Wurlitzer or something underneath that, uh, or a Rhodes, sorry, uh, Fender Rhodes that he's playing, which you can sort of hear underneath. He's sort of playing that as his bass notes. Uh, but on top of that, you heard that lead there, on that, especially on that last preset. Now, that is all Unisynth Pro. And from what I've heard, this thing sounds absolutely 
absolutely amazing. Now, it is quite possible that, again, as I said, they're probably mostly out in Europe. I don't even know if I've seen many reviews from the States, but they definitely don't seem to have hit the shores here in Australia. So, we have missed out indeed. Do want to check this out, though, as soon as I can. So, definitely make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and this podcast for future updates because we are hoping to get that Unisynth Pro as soon as humanly possible so that I can show you here on the channel. Congratulations to IK Multimedia because this piece of hardware is getting some very good accolades and I can't wait to show you guys here on the channel. So that's the Unisynth Pro. Sounds absolutely awesome. All right, so we are here. We're at our feature products for today. And it is the MicroCorg. And yes, it is an older synthesizer. Now, I've got a MicroCorg S in front of me. Now, the MicroCorg S was a refresher to the original MicroCorg. It features some additional little nifty things up its sleeve. It's got 64 brand new presets, which the original MicroCorg never had. And I believe that's on, I hope I'm getting this right, but I believe that's on the C bank, which we're going to have a quick look at today. I remember I did a video on this MicroCorg a while ago, the MicroCorg S actually, showing all 64 new presets. And I had it on bank A, which was the original presets. Anyway, people still seem to love the video, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, so the MicroCorg S has a built-in speaker, so you don't have to plug it directly into your mixer or your studio, but I've got it for the sake of this podcast today. I've got it going straight in uh, so you can hear the audio, of course, uh, and then your 64 presets. But besides that, other than having a nice sort of white aesthetic with the maple wood sides, I really like the little... They've always had wood sides. I really like this aesthetic a bit better than the original. The original had like an army-ish color scheme going with some greens and grays and browns and stuff. Still looks cool to this day. And again, it is still one of the most popular synthesizers around. Now, I've had a little bit of a research online. Why? Why is it so popular? To be honest, it is, it's affordable. One, it's not an expensive synthesizer. You can pick these up for under, you know, seven, six hundred dollars, probably USD, even under four hundred dollars USD, maybe on the second hand market, but they are even, I don't know, they're sort of, they're an interesting synthesizer because they haven't really gone super down because they are super popular. So, uh, not super unaffordable though. They, they are in the affordable price range. And then on top of that, it, the user interface, just so easy to use, has very easily, uh, programmable effects on board. The effects are very easy to get to, which I'll show you as well. It's got an awesome little vocoder on it. Now, not many synthesizers in this uh, price range have a vocoder or had a vocoder up until recently. Of course, Novation uh, going out there and building something quite similar with the Mini Nova or something like that has a vocoder on it. And there are other synthesizers now in today's age that have the vocoder built in, like, uh, for example, the Micro Freak, which I have as well. Uh, but the Korg, this vocoder sounds absolutely awesome. And it is the original here. So it's an easy to use interface, has classic vocoding, full range of effects, and it just comes with these clear controls and the classic look. So I can talk on and on about it. If you haven't seen one, Google image, the micro Korg, you can have a look. I'm sure you might've seen one at some stage, lots of bands playing these on stage, but let's just Let's just listen to it because that's what you're here for, isn't it? You're here to hear the MicroCorg and uh, we're going to look at MicroCorg S 
and some of its brand new presets here. So I'm in the trance program at the moment. This is Banksy preset one. Let's have a quick listen. It's going to be an arpeggiator. So you can just hear straight off the bat, classic and just really high quality presets. Now this is of course fully digital, fully digital uh, oscillators on board and just again, just excellent sounding uh, presets but you can change and mess around with them and you can write and save those as well. So this is on the trance program as well. And being Korg, it's just fantastic. You got the modulation wheel, you got your pitch as well. Um, lovely sounding filter, all digital, but just can't be beaten. All right, let's go through some more. So that's the modulation wheel is controlling an envelope and a filter, open up our filter a bit, we'll go to our next preset here, now some people do complain about the key sizes on the micro cog and they are, they are very small, it is a micro cog but I actually kind of like it sometimes because I can do little I find it easier to do those sort of quick little frilly type of uh, key movements. Alright, that's our trance program. Let's move along to Techno House. Super nice indeed. So we're in Techno House now. Still in Techno House. Pop our resonance up. Alright, so we can mess around, for example, with the delay here. Let's have a listen. So we can do. And I can change my arpeggiator as well, where it's going to hit. Yeah, just really easy to sort of get, you know, in there and sort of muck around with your effects and so forth and your arpeggiators and it's just easy to use. So I think we're on filter here. There's our filter. Alright, let's go to our next preset here. Still in Techno House here. That sounds really housey, that bass. 
Yeah, pretty cool. It's got a tremolo on the modulation wheel. Classic, easy to use, and just easy to get quick, the quick sounds you want. Let's move on to Electronica here. And hopefully these sound demos just sort of give you an idea of, I guess, why this is so popular. I mean, some of these sounds, look, I'm not going to lie, they do sound generic, but I guess that's why it's very popular. It's very easy to use in most musical styles. Wow, that's nice. That's Electronica there, preset 5. Pretty nice. That's a nice, beautiful sort of preset. You got little organs. That's got a pretty interesting sound. Now you got your flan I can bump up a flanger here. That's pretty cool. That's really easy to get sort of different. That's just me messing with the flanger. We do ensemble. That's ensemble. Phaser, you can hear that going into effect there. Alright, let's get a different preset. Not that we've listened to that one. Hitting the microphone as I play. It is directly in front of my microphone. Uh, yeah, that preset there is still in electronica, but you can just hear, sounds unreal. Alright, let's move on to the next one. Alright, let's move on to drum bass, brakes. Here we go. Ooh. <laughs> it's a nice bass there. I mean, yeah, if that ain't classic, drum bass sound I don't know what is you're really gonna get bread and butter sounds with this some of them might sound a bit old and cheesy but again these can be used in a lot of styles very easy to just implement into any style you want you know that filter just sounds so good for a digital filter Got my mixer here. I wonder if I can mix up different sounds. Let's see what we can do. I can turn off one of the oscillators. Both oscillators on. Ooh, got a bit of white noise there. That's it. So you got a white. You got two oscillators, two digital oscillators, and that white noise as you can hear there as well. Right, let's move on to hip hop and vintage. 
Yeah, super nice. And then let's have a quick look at retro. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's got some really good arpeggiators. And some nice monophonic sort of sounds. Just super versatile. You can hear it's got effects here. We're going to look at program uh, SE effects now. But yeah, just... Very versatile. We haven't looked at all the presets, by the way. There is 64 brand new presets, and then you've got a total of another 128 presets on top of that on this particular microcore. The original microcore only has 128 presets. If you like your hits, you're going to love this. Hits were really big in the 90s. They were used a lot, especially in house music. And I think they were used a lot because of sampling, actually. Because people would just sample records that already had a chord playing and then they would sample it across their keys. So you got this sort of, that hit sound, you know? That's what I wanted to show you guys today, just give you a quick audio overview of the Korg MicroKorg S, and I guess why it's still so popular today, yes, some of those sounds sound generic, yes, some of them might sound a little bit cheesy, but you can just hear the versatility of this synthesizer, you've got effects, you've got keys, you've got monophony, you've got in very good sounding uh, reverbs and delays as you could hear there and the filter sounds amazing all digital too like just amazing to think that this is a nearly a 20 year old synthesizer and actually it was my first synthesizer I did have the original micro Korg I originally uh, I had it for maybe 10 to 15 years and then I stupidly sold it and then I missed it and then I was like I have to get a micro Korg again so I ended up getting this little refresher that, that they did there's been a few refreshes on the microcog. I think there's a golden one and maybe some other various colors. But in terms of extra sort of extras that are, were added to the microcog, then this microcog S seems to have more of those. It's got the speaker on board if you want to go out and play. It is, of course, battery uh, operated, takes uh, the double A batteries. So you could go play this somewhere. You could sit down on the bench. Because it has a speaker on board, you could actually just go and play this somewhere with the batteries. Uh, and yeah, it's got the 64 additional presets. But the overall user interface, the classic look, it's all the same. And I love the MicroCorg. So if you've been thinking about getting one, uh, then yeah, check it out. If this is for you, then it's going to... It's going to be your bread and butter, one of your bread and butters, I think. Thanks so much for joining me, guys. I really enjoyed having you guys here today. I love having you every week. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. And again, as I said at the start of this podcast, if you leave me a review, would love that you can do that on iTunes. Don't forget to check out the Emlyn in the mix youtube channel head over there hit subscribe now check out we have hundreds literally hundreds of videos on cool audio hardware audio software music technology and basically anything you could possibly want in the world of music technology till next time guys thanks so much for joining me and peace out Boom. 
Hey, this is Emlyn from Emlyn in the Mix. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Emlyn in the Mix, today for more audio, mixing, unboxings, reveals, awesome equipment, audio technology. What more could you want? Emlyn in the Mix on YouTube. Subscribe today.